Well, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Faith and Barbells. My name is Brian Knight. Yes, that is I. Um, hope everything is well. It's early here. Could be. Um, I mean, it could be night where you're at or whatever. But I'm having some coffee. Look, this is a gift for my wife, Mister and Mrs. So, what's up, everybody? So I've a. We're gonna talk James four this day on the podcast and. Basically, it's about pride and, and uh, barbell news. Yesterday, I decided uh, I think I'm going to start doing more powerlifting. Yeah. Powerlifting. You know, like squat, bench, dead. And um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm pumped. It's going to be great. I mean, I'm pumped because I think that... Uh, more, um, more of my time, more, more, it's clean and jerk, it's just snatch, it's, it's good, but I think I can excel better doing those, uh, powerlifting, and besides, who, what powerlifter doesn't have a shaved head, right, Ed Cohen, anyway, he doesn't, but <laughs> Mark Bell does, smelly, um, I still am doing war on carbs, um, but it's keto, right, pretty, Pretty, fan, pretty big fan of keto. In fact, I, I like it a lot. So I'm pumped about that. Pumped about the keto. Um, I'm enjoying... Um, you know, you don't have a lot of appetite. I noticed that. When you do keto and you're... Um, and... You don't have a lot of... Uh, literally, your appetite is... is I wouldn't say gone, but more like uh, it's just not very in your face. Like when you're eating carbs and sugar, like every couple hours, you're starving. Like, oh man, you're just munching for food. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling good. Feeling good about the keto. Um, I'm still working on exactly how how to eat so much fat, but um, I'm leaning, I'm feeling lighter. Down some down some pounds and I'm feeling great. This uh, the SoulCon is going good. This is week four. It's hell week, so basically no carbs at all. No carbs in breads. No, only thing you can have is veggies, and they allow sweet potatoes, which I'm not doing. SoulCon. It's a good challenge, man. Chapter a day with about 12 men and uh, get on that soul con train. Men, it's not for women either. No, it's not. It's for uh, it's for men and it's a good, good training for men. You need it. Men, you need it. But can you do this? Just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> so one thing I, um, I'm excited about is uh, talking about uh, James 4 today. James chapter 4. Um, oh, but I PR'd my bench. I hit 185, 185 pounds for 15 reps. I was pumped about that. 
pumped about that. That's a. Uh, I I I'm not, I haven't benched hardly at all, man. I'm start benching, and I'm pumped about benching. It's uh. I mean, when you don't do something, I, I should have I should get results pretty quickly. Like my one rep right now is about 270, 265 in that area, 260, 270. Um. So if I as long as I keep pushing it, I think I hit that 300 mark pretty soon, 315. Videos to come, um, just to show you guys my progress. I'm I'm excited about it. Think you will be too. You probably won't. What? what, what, what? Black coffee. Ah, no cream, no sugar, just black. I, every time I say black coffee, it makes me <laughs> reminds me of a uh, this pastor I I used to um, serve under, and he would always say, "Not nah, uh, this is I don't." say this is a good thing to say but he would say if you would ask people he would ask him how do you like your coffee and he would always say black like the heart of a woman women don't have black hearts i mean some men do some men, women don't <laughs> it's terrible it's terrible um terrible so anyway i'm just jabber and home jabber chipper jabber that's but you know just talking about life man just talking about what's happening in this, in the um this world that the, the Florida shooting that just happened today is the uh, 21st of February. It's a shame, man. Shame that, that that people's hearts are still evil, right? I mean, you can attack with any weapon, gun, knife, acid, a bomb, anything can be it. You can attack with anything, but it's just sad that, that people's hearts are still evil. People's hearts are still you know, still in uh, uh, full of hate and brainwashed, tricked, whatever it is, by the enemy. There's a real enemy out there. There is one that's trying to, um, that's trying to hurt you, that's trying to get you down. And you have to, you have to, you literally, I mean, you have to go into this, this battle um, day by day, every morning. Every morning, you have to start your day with a mission. Like, am I going? Am I going to? Um, you know, am I going to serve myself? Am I going to serve God? What am I going to serve? Who am I going to serve? Who am I going to serve? You have to make those choices. You have to. You know, and pr it's a prideful thing when you serve yourself. It's just you. I mean, everybody wants to serve themselves, but you have to grow up and get over those ideas. Yeah, I know that's tough to hear sometimes, but you have to get over those ideas. You have to get over the ideas that uh, you're not the only one. So let's let's read James real quick. Um, I like it out of the New King James. Where do wars and fights come from? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members... Here we go, right? Selfish. You you lust and do not have. You murder and you covet, covet and do not obtain. You fight in war. Yet you do not have because you ask not. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. 
that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do not know that friendship with the world is enmity be between God with God or an enemy of God. Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in you yearns jealously? Right? He wants you to be your friend. He wants to guide you. He wants you. He wants to, to lead you into the right direction. That's the jealousy of God. He says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Grace, the wonderful word. The word that's full of love and, and power and, and changing. It changes you. Grace changes you. When, you know, when you've received grace and you realize what grace is, and you realize that the favor, the loving favor of God has just has said, it's okay. Repent. Start over. Man. It just something comes over you. It's a warming. It's it's like a a release of all the baggage. Grace. Uh, verse seven, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. And let your laughter be turned to mourning and your, your, joy, um, your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Um, do not speak, verse 11, do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother judges his brother and speaks evil of the law and, the judges, and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. This is, there is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It's a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this and that. But know you boast in your arrogance. But now, rather, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to, to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Big statement. So basically, James is just, and uh, we'll get into verse 5 tomorrow. Um, I mean, chapter 5 tomorrow, but James is saying, look, stop being prideful, right? Now, I know we all have some pride. Heck, I post pictures of my list. There's a friend of mine, special friend, Richard. Mm. Scratch that. I'm gonna, I'll beep it out. No names. I'll keep the names clean for the innocent, but seriously. Who, who says, you know, oh, look at your prideful post, posts. Yeah, I like to post uh, when I hit big lifts. You know, no, everybody does. Social media, Instagram, you know, you celebrate. But that's just it. You celebrate. I'm not, I'm not the best. I'm not, come on, really? You see people out there deadlifting way more, squatting way more, benching way more than me, right? Cleaning way more than me. It's not a prideful thing. It's a celebration. It's a, who wants... Who doesn't want to celebrate? You're, yeah, I want to celebrate. I know you want to celebrate. And uh, and you celebrate each other. I mean, I have a good friend, Jason Wilkinson. 
I mean, we said he texted me in the morning, you know, he texted right there. He's like, Hey, good morning, brother. How you doing? I'm texting back right now. Morning live on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm, I text him. I text him, and um, we text each other. We celebrate our wins. We celebrate each other, and uh, you know it's a good thing. Let me tell you what: it's a great thing. You should celebrate your wins. You should celebrate each other. But James is saying here: don't why, why don't judge. There's twelve. Verse twelve. There's there's one lawgiver who's able to save and destroy. Who are you that you judge another? Now he's not talking about um, if you see your brother fall. If you see someone walking in sin that you know, um, that you're that you're discipling, that you're in a relationship with, you don't you can go up to them, right, and say, "What's going on, dude? I see this. Are you all right? Tell me. You know, should you be doing that?" But when you don't know people and you're just judgmental, like you know, you're you lazy, no good. You know, that's judging. Who are you? Let's not be prideful about that. We I, we all make mistakes, but all we have to do is he says he said. Right here, repent. Just repent. Right? Turn around. What is your life? It's a vapor. It appears for a little time and then vanishes away. For if the Lord, you should say, for the Lord wills it, you do it. Right? You don't, you don't um, be malicious and malevolent. That's, that's the trick. I mean, there's no trick about it. That's the, that's the goal. Malevolence, of course, is not the answer. That is not the key. You don't sit there and and speak think evil of people. You don't you don't be evil thinking about people. No, you think about their good. You, you think about what's right. You know, he says you should rejoice. Right? You don't rejoice in your you don't rejoice in your boasting. You don't rejoice in your your uh, proud proudness, but you speak you speak uh, good things of people not judgmental things yeah we have some leaders that don't always do the right thing but right here this this is our our leader let me just show you that one more time the holy bible that's what leads our life it should lead your life if you don't want to lead your life that's fine you know and i love you you don't have we can we all make our own decisions, but this is the answer, man. This is I told my son the other day. I was like, this is the secret of life. Did I get that in there? The secrets of life are right here. I'm telling you. The secrets of life are in the word. It's awesome. You know what? The secret of life is also in some coffee. Oh man, but it, I um I've been I've been talking to him about it. I've been talking to him about how important um, life is and how important you know it is important to uh, to look at everything that's going on uh, with your your life about pride and about how you look at other people and and not to to get caught up in that rat race you know what he says right here speak not evil of one another don't speak evil of one another that's prideful that's what you already know you're basically saying you already know everything in their life you already know everything about them we can't we can't be we can't be speaking like that we don't ju- we can't judge their situation exactly do you know what happened to them last night hmm 
No. He says, don't do that. When you do that, you're judging people and you already, uh, you are speaking evil of the law and you're judging the law. You're, speak, you're judging God's word. Right? When you're speaking evil of people, when you already know about their situation, when you already know what they've been through, you don't know. You don't know what God's told them. You don't know what God's dealing with them about. Right? You don't know. Sometimes, have you ever thought of this? Sometimes, when they're struggling with something, right? Whatever it is. You ever thought that God is moving them through this situation to learn, to grow, and we're condemning them, and we're casting blame? No, this is where you encourage, right? This is where you encourage. That's why um, that we should we should rejoice in what they're doing, right? Rejoice in what they're in their in their uh, in their life, not just casting blame. What does blame do? It covers them with sorrow, all kinds of stuff. So when you sit there and you're full of pride and you already know and you already think you got it all figured out, your way is the best way. Your way is is the only way. No, man, you're just, you're, you're judging yourself. You already think that you're the top dog. So James 4 today is, is huge. It's huge about resisting what does he say in here? Verse 6, verse 7. He said, but he gives more grace. Right? He says, "Resist uh, God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. The humble, the people who let God. If you go back to 2 Peter. Uh, let's just go. 1 Peter 5. I mean, 2 Peter 5. You want to know what humility is? Me, I'm humble right now. 1 Peter 5. Because I just... Um, 1 Peter 5, let's start in uh, 4. He says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fades not. Likewise, younger, submit yourselves to the elder. All of you be subject one to another. Be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, gives grace to the humble. Notice we hear this again. And then verse 6, Humble yourself, therefore, unto the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7 is the key. Right here, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary is out there roaring as a lion trying to devour people. Humility says God will, will bite my battles. The Lord will handle my friends. He'll handle the situation. Don't 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 hold on to that care. You know, cast your cares on him. Even the coffee. He says, "Cast your care on him." That's humility. That's where you. That's where that's taking in the idea that I'm not God. I'm not the all-knowing friend who knows everything. I don't. And I, so I can't cash blame on you. I, I don't know you exactly, your past and your mind. I'm not in there. So, so I say, Lord, I, I pray for my brother. I pray for my, my sister. I know they're going through a tough time. I don't know everything, but I know you do, Lord. I just lift them up. That's what humility is. It's not judging them for what they're doing 
right then and right now. So take that, right? That's, and what does the enemy want? Strife and confusion and every evil work. That's what he wants. If he can get you to start arguing and judging your, your neighbor, your buddy, your friend, then that's and he's got you. Now you're prideful. Now every evil work is working in you. That's a lot in James 4, man. I just, uh, you know, it's a lot here. But, but right here, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. No questions asked. Now we're talking about pride in this chapter. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but main topic is about pride. And who is the one who had the pride the most? The, in the very beginning. Lucifer. Oh, morning star. Remember him? Yeah. Boy, he's he thought he was everything. I want to be like God. I want to sit on the, the sides of the north. Don't fall into the trap. Resist him. Draw near to God. Humble yourself. Cast the cares on him. Right? Cast the care. Ah, oh, I don't... You know what? I'm done caring about this problem. Lord, I cast my care on you. You take it. You fix it. Deal with it. I love you. In Jesus' name. I know you will. You are my God. I'm not my God. You are my God. Right? He says, purify your hearts. Don't be double-minded. You stick to it. He said, that's why he's talking about resist the devil, humble yourself, and don't be double-minded. Don't say one day or one moment, you're God, and the next minute you pick it right back up. Oh, what am I going to do? These bills are due. What am I going to No. The, the truck's not working. The car's not working. The kids are on drugs or whatever. No, you stop and you handle your business and you command your life with your words in the name of Jesus right here using this wonderful law of liberty and you hold to your guns right military men and women don't want to say anything microaggressively military men and women go into battle strong believing that their side is going to win guns are blazing tanks are going they're not double-minded they don't turn around every second we should not either. Go forward. Go forward. All right? So the last verse is, Therefore, to him that knows to do good and does not do it, it's sin. So, I'm going to wrap up with this, but in your heart, God has written the laws in your heart. And when you know something is right, just hang on to that. Don't toss left or right go forward in that right you know what you're doing is right go forward in that if you don't do it you know it's, it's wrong he says it. he said just follow the spirit in your heart follow what you know is right amen that's it man well praise god that's that's james 4 in a nutshell so enjoyed it be blessed today be blessed today today um is good. And if you you know if you don't know Jesus, that's the number one thing. If you don't know him, 
you can call out to him right now. Even if you've been walking in darkness and you, you've known him, call out to him right now. Lift, Jesus, I need you right now. Come, Jesus, I need you right now. Be my Lord. Forgive me of my sin. Be my Lord. Father, thank you for sending your son. That's it. That's all you have to do. If you believe that, comment below. Reach out to me. And I'll, help. I'll get you started. I'll get you going to a church in your area. Whatever it takes. That's it. I mean, he doesn't make it hard. You don't have to fast 25 days and pray five times and say 17 different sayings to get to heaven. You just believe on Jesus that saved you from death. Right? I love you guys. Comment below. And have a great day. Again, this is Faith in Barbells. You know, it takes a lot of faith to lift a barbell. You can't just jump under it, right? You got to believe. So stick to your guns today, James 4. Let's not be prideful. And let's uh, walk forward in Jesus. Amen. <laughs>